0: Cute. Welcome back. Today's episode is about
1: beauty standards, feeling of not fitting in, aesthetically appearance. <laughs> aesthetics, line. My aesthetics ain't right. Because let's be honest, like the brown girl glow up is real. Yeah. Although I've seen, oh my god, I've seen the discourse
0: around like that being a toxic mentality. Like, I have. <laughs> yeah. But I
1: still, I, I only believe in it because I'm a product of it. Yeah. I, I think that too.
0: But like. If you genuinely, if you look at like other, like my, my, my white friends when they were younger, I'm kind of cute. Mine look the same. Yeah. And then I look at my pictures when I'm younger and I'm like, I look like a young man with a
1: monocle. <laughs> there was, I feel like there were stages. I think like just before you hit puberty or maybe even the stage of being during puberty is mm-hmm. like the ugly phase well it was for me because i think i was a cute kid okay actually can we
0: let's just pause and rewind because
1: you are actually really cute so i don't know what you're talking about no but this is what i mean i'm not talking about like the toddlery kind of stage yeah no i know exactly what you mean yeah i mean like when i'm like a teenage i was like
0: like, a 13
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah i was I was, I was ugly but then goofy. I think it comes back to the standard doesn't it it's like why, why are you I was saying you're ugly based
1: on this yeah you standard to be yeah. honest but I was goofy I was yeah but I was same. that girl like the nerdy brown girl <laughs> yeah I had frameless glasses <laughs> wait what <laughs> you know those
0: glasses that are like it's just the glass like moms have it
1: <laughs> not slitting anyone's mom <laughs> by the way Wait, I'm trying to picture this because I swear I've never seen this in my life. No, you haven't. I don't think I've shown you any pictures. But In general, I've never seen a frameless... Oh, so it's just like If you imagine a glass, but... I just feel like that would look so... So, because when you have, like, prescription lenses, they make your eyes look weird. So you just look like you're A weirdo. Like, yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to get at with this picture. podcast episode. <laughs> so basically, we had a weird phase, yeah. which by what standards obviously western beauty standards yeah. right No, more glued up yeah but i feel <laughs> how does that happen because it's so funny like to be able to say that now mm. but like i could never have imagined you know it what going up yeah couldn't have imagined me actually looking in the mirror
0: and being like you of like that <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: that but then also there was definitely phases where, like like At school, oh my God, at high school, I was fully trying, obviously trying to fit in. I was, I was shaving my knuckles.
1: (laughs) I saw you staring too long at those knuckles. (laughs) I I think I told this story previously, but do you remember it? I like, I'm going to tell it
0: again. I thought a dude, a boy sitting next to me in one of my classes was cute. (laughs) I knew I was going to be sitting next to him one day. And in the shower, I thought, <laughs> F it. I'm going to go against the grain here. And I'm not allowed any sort of form of hair removal. But I'm going to take him off my knuckles. knuckles
1: <laughs> do you mean like this bit or the actual knuckle? So I, I have hair here. Yeah, yeah. same. Because I, so I, I remember sitting there and being like, I'm going to be pretty now. <laughs> <laughs> like when I write, I'll be like. Aww. Well, I think I've told you before, <laughs> I had very hairy hands. Really? I've not yeah. known that about you. <laughs> so when i was in school they were so hairy so point like my friends would point it out <laughs> yeah well i did not really have friends at that point so it was like <laughs> my definitely <big> friends, friends. <laughs> <laughs> so people not like, associated with no i was like i had really hairy art like they just came out of nowhere i think that's the thing that nobody really yeah that's it makes <sighs> you realize like how fast it happens <laughs> yeah it's just one day you have hair don't have hair and the next day you do no you i think you
0: did it. I think we always had hair and I always will have hair I love hairy arms I'm not gonna lie like I've always loved them
1: you always had hairy arms I'm sure no well didn't. I mean
0: like this this level of hair I think like I don't mind it but I think it was a case of we realized at some point it clicked for us that not everyone else has dark thick hair and potentially I'm gonna get picked on for this if I haven't been already and I'm potentially a little bit uglier than the white girls because of the standards that were set at that time obviously i think let, can we have a disclaimer for this podcast episode when we say ugly we are not saying oh yeah don't cancel us over yeah saying the word
1: ugly. we're just, not
0: saying that like anyone is ugly we're talking about ourselves and we also know that it was the standards of the time that we're time periods that we're referring to right
1: now because bushy brows and mono brows all in and hairy and eye bags yeah it's all in but it wasn't back
0: then. but it wasn't back then but yeah, so we're not saying, like, you're ugly. <laughs> yeah, don't hate us. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the word ugly is actually not a very nice word either. We're not preferred.
1: <laughs> or unesthetic. esthetic We just weren't of well. the beauty, like, the typical beauty standard at that yeah. time. But I definitely know my hair grew. I didn't always have it. Like, I, there was definitely a... I I noticed it but I noticed it because it was different like I physically and yeah our hair does grow like a lot darker and thicker but there is a time like in the puberty stages where you actually start growing your body hair and everything becomes a lot more visible (laughs) so at the same time you have other girls that like white girls that will also go through puberty but their hair is so fine or so light that they won't have the same problems or like see a big difference maybe yeah but yeah I just that stage of life is so uncomfortable and yeah. it's so uncomfortable because when you grow up around like non-ethnic people you're the only one going through it you're confused yeah. and you feel you actually do feel ugly like I yeah. felt ugly for I so think that's long why time. I'm using the word is because I just felt it yeah yeah it's like it's a feeling you just feel undesirable you feel like gross in yeah a way. yeah for and it's sad because you're still so little yeah you're you know what you're not just little but like
0: the very things that made like make you or made me feel ugly at that time a lot of those things are things I really love about myself now like
1: oh that makes my heart so warm though <laughs>
0: like full circle moment I hated moment. it and now I love it yeah it's like things I was trying to either get rid of or shy away from are things I like I quite like about myself now like Let's I don't want to talk about that process
1: though because I feel like there's probably a lot of people that still have insecurities that they've always had and they can't shift it so how did you go from like hating specific things to so actually genuinely feel like you love them like what was that process or what was the, like the turning point do you remember I don't know if there was a turning point but I think it's just like
0: I, th- I think this also overlaps with some other stuff we've said about actually fitting in and like understanding yourself and stuff but for me it's like I really enjoy like right now in this present day I love not being the same as someone else Mm -hmm. like I like the things that make me different I like not not conforming yeah I like being like identifiable in a sea of people (laughs) not like purely uh, from a physical standpoint but I mean like even inside in like personality wise and stuff like that like I love having differences and like I know there's a lot of aspects of my physical appearance that make up those differences which is why
1: I like them yeah that's a really nice mentality to have. I like that. Because it is... I feel like you grow up wanting to be the same as everyone, wanting yeah. to blend in, wanting to, like, fit in the box. So to be able to, like, break out of that fully and just go the other way and, like, actively seek out being different and focusing on what makes you different and unique. Yeah. I think that's an important trait to have. Yeah. What about you? Like, how
0: how have you... Have you come to a point of, like, loving the things you used to hate yourself hate about yourself or
1: do you know what it's it's quite weird I don't know if I ever really except for like the body hair and things I was embarrassed about because it, I, my body was changing I never really thought much of my appearance and stuff but I almost feel like getting social media like now in my adult age I've become like more insecure <laughs> yeah absolutely. and it's really weird because yeah I do still grow up as this like goofy brown girl that like I had the glow up but I still I'm in a stage now where I'm still fighting a lot of insecurities and I think they've been exacerbated because I'm so public with like my faces online and
0: Mm.
1: I'm always like filming myself which means that there's just so much more to pick apart. Yeah yeah and it's so much easier to focus on the things that you don't like because you're in your own face as much as it is in everyone else's. Yeah. So It's just it's a bit of a weird journey for me, I think, because I'm definitely a lot more comfortable in my skin than I ever have been. Because I, I did go through a weird growth phase of like being embarrassed about body hair and like feeling like the ugly duckling and having all those things happen. But I, it's I have had a shift slightly. Like I don't feel ugly, but there's definitely I, I'm not super confident in myself either. I don't think. Because I, there's those insecurities. But I'm confident enough to still put myself out there. So I'm, again, it's just a bit of a contradiction. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you're you're really, like, embodying conflicted. the double life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just a conflicted individual. Yeah, I, I guess it doesn't bother me enough for me to, like, not put myself out there. Mm. But actually, that's the thing. I think I didn't really... There's some insecurities that weren't as big, but they were made bigger because of my decisions to be public and then you know, you just notice things more. If you're not always on camera, you don't even like how much do you look in the mirror during the day? Not really, but when you've got a video of yourself played over and over and like you've got a whole public page of like your face, you're gonna pick up on things about yourself that aren't perfect or like not fitting in with other people on social media or like what is considered beautiful. Yeah. Even in today's day and age. Yeah.
0: So what kind of standard are you holding yourself against? Like, what kind of insecurities are you
1: It's a Eurocentric standard. Like, the standard of what, what it means to be beautiful in, like, a Western, like, a European sense. Mm. Which I obviously don't fit. I can't fit because I'm Asian. Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen, mate. <laughs> but it's still there because it's almost... You just, I don't know, you just get in that comparison trap sometimes of, like, but yeah I fall into that I'm not as pretty or like what's the point in me like I don't know it's just it's a weird it's a weird one yeah it's a very I think it's a very difficult trap to like escape
0: as well because I've always thought I'm not bothered about social media like comparison wise I've never been as bothered about social media but like I can make myself feel I thought that too but I think I
1: was in denial yeah I
0: think I was in denial as well because I I I was probably like absorbing a lot but not
1: consciously Subconscious thing yeah like you're downloading all of this information about like like what it means to be beautiful like who's getting the most attention for like the way they look and who's being called ugly and undesirable and like all these because even in like mainstream media there's a certain look that is posted everywhere yeah Yeah. and it's very clear what like the most ideal it's like a wolfy cindy like a madison beer kind of look yeah that is like the peak of desirability in like the western world when it comes to like what girls look like
0: yeah
1: and when you just look so far from that you're almost like well i can't look like that and i don't look like that and you feel less than for not meeting that standard and it's, it's hard to like undo that thought process. But then I also find a bit of empowerment in the fact that I can still show up and be more authentic self and have this platform by also still I'm doing it for the girls that also don't look like that because not everybody looks like those people. They're yeah. very much like a one. There's just, it's just a small percentage of people that actually look like that. But there's yeah. a whole community of people that are like us that don't look like that typical standard that also feel like that too and then it's like sad to think that if if we feel like that too but they don't have the representation so like by doing what we do and like still posting or showing your face even though you don't feel like you have the right look for it or whatever you're still helping someone in some way feel like they're they can relate to someone or they look like someone that's in the public eye
0: yeah, like there's someone to look like. Yeah. That isn't someone that is impossible to look like.
1: Yeah, and and I think it's like the beauty of being different. You're kind of just showing that more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like showing it. Yeah, so being like quite bold about what does make you different. In a way, I even feel though like, you know you're insecure about it. Yeah, it, yeah. it's
1: a weird like... And, I don't know if I like explain that probably but it's almost it's like twofold it's like yeah I have the insecurities and but the insecurities kind of have been built subconsciously from me consuming content and like yeah. seeing what's considered beautiful but then also like my whole purpose of being online is like girls like me growing up and like little me didn't have that representation that's why I felt like that yeah so it's like hopefully the future generation don't have to feel like that because there will be people like us that are public and look like them and have come from similar backgrounds to them and it's like something that they can like see themselves in
0: yeah yeah I think yeah for that reason representation is super important I don't know if I personally have always like used representation as a way to like comfort myself Like I don't what know what do you use I think I focus inward a lot <laughs> like I try to like make myself happy with what I look like because I can't Like I feel like it's so it's like slightly risky to like rely on like outside the mm. outside world to tell you that you're beautiful and you're desirable and all this kind of stuff
1: but that, I think that's what I mean it's like you don't you don't like you get to a point where you don't rely on that because you're just comfortable in the fact that you look different and you're representing a group to entirely different group of people yeah so it's like a different kind of beautiful it's like you there's not one type and I think that's like the point of being that representation it's like you're representing an entire different like community of people that and the fact that not everybody looks like that yeah like that one type that's shoved in our faces all the time that it's okay to look different to that yeah. I
0: yeah. think it wavers for me a lot as well like um feeling quite comfortable or like feeling happy with how I look because it it goes up and down so I think much. that's quite normal yeah like, I think for, for me what I really struggle with because I've, I've always I've not really grown up with like a lot of um, a lot of like South Asian friends. Or, like, circles around, like, real circles. Like, not, like, movies and things like that. Um,
1: <laughs> real <have> lo- life. <laughs> yeah, real life
0: people. <laughs> I've had, I still have, obviously, like, loads of white friends. And so that's always been, like, my comparison point. And all, and you know, all the memes about, like, like, the, not even memes, but even in mainstream media, like, it's always the brown girl or the asian girl or the black girl who's never the one that the boy goes chosen. for in the movie yeah she's never the chosen one not to bring this back to like romantic connections or anything but that's just the way it's always
1: that's just like, how its undesirability though, yeah. is, is like
0: mm-hmm. translated through that um and i've i've always been that person like i've always been the one that's never picked yeah never picked and then when i am picked i'm not like end game because of being brown. And so I've always compared myself to white people. And like, I've really, like, I can get, I can trigger myself really easily by being around, like, I don't know how to describe this. Like, if I'm around, like, the ideal, like, girl, but she's, like, white and blonde, mm. I, can make myself feel so ugly <laughs>
1: like even oh, now I feel like you just internalize a lot like yeah yeah
0: it's really difficult like it's really difficult because like like I said at the beginning of the podcast I'm still so happy like I'm I still I'm love my up. differences yeah life. that's I like, like, I love. you're kind of similar me. to me
1: then because you can like flip the switch quite quickly <laughs> yeah
0: because it happened earlier this year where like I I, sp- I spent a weekend with a couple of models
1: oh that's gonna spin anyone's head yeah exactly they were and they were
0: beautiful women and I went home and I just felt like for a couple weeks after that I just felt so ugly and like Mm. so like horrible I spoke to my partner about it because I was like I feel like like 18 again like where Mm. you're like really comparing every aspect of yourself like when I make myself feel like that my confidence goes down like I stutter I can't be myself because I'm like question.
1: it's just self-conscious
0: yeah I get really really self-conscious but it was crazy to even think that I get like that but then equally I'm like I've made so much mental
1: progress yeah as well it is like a pendulum though like it will swing the other way sometimes because it's like a almost still a working pro I don't know if there's anyone on the planet that really just truly feels wholly confident in themselves and never has those moments where they feel ugly like even the girls that everyone looks up to and that is the beauty standard I feel like they still have it and I think that's what I remind myself of is like even the most the people that appear the most confident a lot of these people like get work done so they're clearly not happy in their own skin anyway and they were beautiful before so it's almost like you're just constantly chasing unattainable Mm -hmm. image and what about well. even
0: i've just realized even the standards that we have within our own community like oh that's us a against whole each other. different
1: ball game, isn't it like even colorism and there's just there's too much going on yeah because like that makes it harder i, I think, think that makes so weight is harder. a huge issue
0: oh my god yeah
1: considering how much oil and like like how unhealthy the food can be. Sometimes mm, it's yeah. like, why? <laughs> when did that become a problem? Like, just let people enjoy their food and like move on with their life. Yeah,
0: let people enjoy their own food
1: yeah, and move on with their lives. It's yeah, it's not your problem. And then, like, the color of your skin is such a weird. I guess it is like a internalized racism. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: Have you ever like Have you ever experienced being told like not to go in the sun and stuff? Have you had it put on you? I
1: don't think so. I don't remember ever being told that. I'll try to think now because I know that's a very common thing to be told. I don't think I was told that. I think I definitely heard conversations about who's darker, who's lighter, like comments yeah, made. I've had that too. And yeah, especially being from like being half Bengali, half Pakistani. Bengalis are always typically darker than Pakistanis. So I feel like it's always... It's not that I've been made an issue, but I've heard the comments. Mm-hmm. But I've I don't remember ever actively being told, "Oh, you need to make sure you're like you stay out of the sun," type of thing. Yeah, I, don't, I never really. Um, I've been told to that. like scrub
0: my neck so it doesn't get too dark.
1: Your neck, yeah, just your neck. Well, the neck can
0: like like it's almost like blending in with hyperpigmentation and like insinuating that hyperpigmentation like is here. like bad, like the back of your
1: neck. Oh. But that sun it doesn't even the hit sun. it.
0: No, my my the back of my neck gets quite dark if I'm Oh, and your hair's
1: up. Yeah. I was just thinking your that yeah, up. summer.
0: Yeah, and I've heard comments and like comparisons being made between like family and things. And for me it's never been like inside the family it's never been no one's ever been made to feel like darkness is bad.
1: Yeah. You know what I've experienced is like I've seen people get happy over them not passing as South Asia. I've Been around, like a dialogue around, like just being happy to be like mistaken for other that ethnicities, means, basically. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's wrong with the way we are? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. where we're from. <laughs> I used to get conf-
0: like I used to get very weird about that as well because I, when I've been on holiday, I've been mistaken for so many different races. Yeah. but then I actually I've been told I have features that are slightly not as uh, South Asian anyway like typically South Asian mm. sometimes um, but I remember one time um someone thought I was Brazilian in Germany I Brazilian? Can't remember. yeah that doesn't make any sense. What does that look like I, it, in my head, Brazilians are like blonde <gasps> yeah I, I I was insulted because I was like I'm Indian like mm. what are you, how
1: dare you? yeah like why
0: would you say I'm Brazilian? And the person I was with was just like, that's kind of cool. And I remember thinking like, is that cool? I don't know.
1: Um, you know. I'm trying to think, have I ever been like mistaken for another? I think I've always been assumed South Asian, like a form of South Asian. Yeah. People might not have always got it exactly right, but it's always been that. But, but it's quite sad that
0: like people are happy about...
1: they like, being mistaken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like
0: not being known...
1: Being ambiguous, I'm like, yeah. but we it, it should be fine. Yeah. But then the skin color thing is strange because you know, like people are so obsessed with tanning. But if you're naturally brown, why are we racially like abused?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I never understood that. I've never. I think obviously, like the less educated, the less educated I was on the topic, the more I didn't understand it. I was like, especially being someone that, like, I tan very easily and stuff as well, so I've always thought, why am I, like, why am I the different one that's, like, doesn't belong here, whereas if you have blonde hair and sit in the sun and get to the same colour as me and do the same things that I do in the sun, you're, like, seen as more beautiful
1: and, like, more desirable. It blows my mind, the whole, like, tanning thing. I don't get it. I don't get how, if you're naturally that colour, you're, like, a lesser that like of human in society yeah that's actually wild when you say if you like if you like make yourself that color and you're not naturally that color then you're like uh, higher in the hierarchy I just don't understand
0: I actually it really annoys me as well it like really well and truly annoys me when people tan so much so that I cannot tell isn't that like like
1: blackfishing that's what it's called right that too it's like you're basically changing your race you're purposely being
0: racially ambiguous when you're actually white
1: (gasps) there's people that actually deliberately it's the other way around you know like there's brown people that just really want to be white and they'll like do things to be lighter there's so many like white people i've seen this i think this is more of like since social media because I don't I don't think they get more attention like black girls because they have like cool hairstyles and makeup and they're just fashion sense is a lot better (laughs) generally (laughs) yeah and I almost there's like some there was one girl I think she was Polish or something well she was just European in some way and she was like almost posing online as a black girl or like a mixed race girl and then she just was totally white, though, in real life. And then people, people like was surfacing her, like photos of her, like when she was younger, or like her before photos, <laughs> before the transformation. It's so weird. And she was literally just like a normal white girl. She did her hair in like a black kind of hairstyle. She obviously tanned extreme amounts that she was racially ambiguous. And she just took on all the like trends associated with black women like over the years on social media and it turns out she absolutely wasn't and I was just like that but she actually made money from it which is the really messed up part is because then you know when brands want to be diverse and like invite people of color to tick that box but white people get that opportunity like it's just Mind
0: blowing. Did they do that <laughs> thinking that she was mixed race?
1: Yes. Apparently, oh yes. lord, she got like opportunities off the back of because they wanted that look or like someone they wanted that diversity, yeah, in campaigns and stuff. And apparently, like, they're a white person, yeah, it was a white person along. But I think that happens a lot more regularly now. Like, there will brands, I feel like brands choose people that are just really turned white people to represent the actual ethnic people.
0: You know what? That's really frustrating about like the beauty representation in beauty. Like it, talking about cosmetics and stuff. Because like that I, I swear there's like a stat as well that's like fifty percent of the world, like or fifty percent of women are actually white. Is it? 50s are like quite strong and like sharp figure but it's something like if you were if you were going to have a campaign and you wanted to you wanted it to be representative only really half the people there should be white yeah like I it wouldn't be like you sprinkle in one brown person and one black person and maybe one east asian person
1: yeah and then the rest are white and
0: the rest are white like that's not diversity in itself Mm. So, yeah when you
1: ratio it out it's the numbers don't add up
0: mate yeah the numbers don't add up and it's literally, it's not like levels of tan that you're looking for It's like you should be looking at like where people actually are from, are from and like the sta- like the the kind of characteristics or like the beauty standards that they represent mm. and getting more representation for that like
1: their features like different make like especially when it comes to makeup beauty especially when it It looks different on different people yeah we want to see what it looks like on
0: us (laughs) i still struggle with like finding finding foundations and like makeup that actually enhances my skin i know it's a lot better now but it's more of the fact that like you have to put a lot of effort into finding the right thing finding the right tone like it's so yeah. much harder than... I, I, there's no way I could buy something beauty-related online. Like I can't. I fully can't. Unless I bought it before. I have to go in. I have to try it. Mm. I have to see if it actually matches my forehead and my cheek, which of <laughs> the time it doesn't, because there are three different shades
1: oh, on my God. face. Yeah, so much to consider. It is yeah. difficult. I feel like the options have definitely gotten better. Like, there's a lot... Even it was a struggle only... A few years ago to find your own foundation shade without having to mix <laughs> yeah <laughs> the fact so that true. that was our problem is actually crazy considering how long makeup's been around and how many brown people there exist in the world yeah,
0: yeah.
1: like why were yeah. we catered for immediately <laughs> yeah that's a really good point if you actually look at
0: the size of the countries that probably house women of color
1: <laughs> probably a lot more than white people surely Do you hmm? think they stock just different... Say, like, a big makeup brand that's international. But say they had, like, products shipped to a a store in India, for example, and then a store in the UK. Are they sending different shades? I think so. Because surely you'd be doing market research and stuff. So is that because we're here that we didn't get the shades right for us? Well, no, because surely... They know that the UK is diverse. Yeah, you'd like to think so. Maybe so they didn't actually have the shades available. I'm just trying to figure out like why was it such a difficult <laughs> I get thing? Get to the source of why yeah. my problem was so <laughs> apparent. Was it a stocking issue? <laughs> <laughs> because why did these brands need people to kick up a fuss for them to like think about yeah. others people other than white? I just don't. And this also, like, why sense. wouldn't
0: you want the extra revenue? Like, why wouldn't you it just want... just too much. <laughs> why wouldn't you want all women to be able to buy your products? Mm. Yeah, it's bizarre. Like, you surely as a business, you'd want that. It'd be part of your
1: profit-making plan. It must be that they're just making enough money without catering to oh, us. Oh, yeah, that's
0: most of the time as well. Do you remember all the Tart? Or, or like, were you on TikTok when all the Tart um, trip stuff? Was happening, oh,
1: there's always such scandals around that brand. I don't know what's going on.
0: I don't know if I like that brand anymore, honestly. Because, like, because that, of the trip, no,
1: yeah, and also the CEO's response to the trip.
0: I know I say this was on
1: like, a, a public podcast, but um, she well, they've made their response public, I'm assuming. True, <laughs>
0: very true. But, um, they so basically, this um, black girl that I follow, she and her name is escaping me. Right now as I'm talking about this, but she's amazing. She's a YouTube creator. But she basically pulled out of the Tart trip because she realized she was only invited to like the second day or something, like not the actual oh, event. So I she pulled see. out because she was like, I'm better than this. And also she's a huge creator. I didn't know she pulled out. Yeah, so she pulled out, which is like I think a big move because a lot of people
1: I thought she only realised that when it was too late, like when she got there.
0: No, I think she well, I think she realized like Close to the time that she would have gone, oh. but it wasn't too late.
1: But so she didn't actually go and then realize, oh, I'm leaving, because I thought she was like told that she. Oh, actually, yeah, it might have been that she was told she's leaving one day, and she found out from other people that she's leaving later than now.
0: Yeah, something like that. Um, so she pulled out and she made a TikTok about it, and it was like a very raw TikTok of her being like, I've done this thing, and then obviously because it's tart, and obviously because tart have had problems like casting that campaign in a diverse way, that very campaign every year, I think, they just do it really true? badly. Mm. Um, the CEO or whoever it is who's like in like leadership posted a get ready with me addressing the video. And I thought it was crazy that she did it in a get ready with, because I was like, this is someone's Serious? like livelihood and also a very important conversation about
1: race. Serious
0: and you're doing topic. it while you're
1: getting ready. <laughs> it's just making something that shouldn't be lighthearted lighthearted.
0: Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a massive call to read the room. But yeah, she made that video and then in the video she, I don't even know what she said, I can't really remember. But it was a mixture of like, I should have done better, I will. But the trip is but like I don't know if she like sorry not sorry yeah sorry (laughs) not sorry basically um and there was a lot of people there was such a huge wave of people who were saying that she should have just been grateful to have been invited and stuff Uh. because it's such a big company and it's such a famous campaign like that influencer trip but then you're just one. setting
1: yourself up to be treated like shit when you shouldn't have to Yeah, and you're also them. allowing
0: that behaviour yeah.
1: as well. I don't like when people give that kind of advice. Like, oh, just be grateful for you being treated lesser than. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, why couldn't she have just been given the... If she's going give, to be given an invitation, invite properly and yeah. invite everyone for the same length of time. Yeah. Don't create these, like, cliques and, like, tiers of how important people are. To the brand, and I I heard something about it being follower related, like there were searching off people based on like how big their following was, and that was like part of it. But even that's wrong. So if you're respecting a creator and you want them to promote your business, treat them with respect. Like the number, because I remember like Brianna was saying her engagement was the same pretty much as the other people. Like the follower number might have been different. But ultimately, they clearly liked what they saw and wanted her involved. So that's the common denominator with everyone you're inviting. So just treat them equally. This, like, unequal treatment is so dodgy to me. Like, I just don't understand why they felt the need to And it's to so that.
0: audacious. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy to me because it's literally 2023. And it's literally, a like Brianna, who's a huge, like, American creator. Like, huge. She's massive. I don't know if she's got like half a million on Is she? TikTok. I swear, it's something like that. And then like a very similar number on YouTube, I swear. But to be that audaciously like racist in the way you market your product.
1: It's so public as well for like a brand that needs to uphold its reputation. Like I just feel like, how do you... How are you so bold with it when your own career is on the line? Do they g- genuinely don't see the problem with it?
0: Well, I think it comes back to what you said earlier. It's like they're probably just making enough money yeah, to but, not
1: care. Yeah, but do they not think that they're at risk of... Like, you? if you upset people, your money will go down. Like, if you upset enough yeah, people. have they upset enough people? I don't know you know actually so what happened at the end of that because I guess that's been a while since that whole thing happened yeah everyone still uses them as a makeup brand yeah well yeah that's the thing like do you know what they've been cancelled so many times this whole idea of cancelling people is just like non-existent (laughs) well I think cancelling
0: is probably a little bit dramatic but like I personally don't support the brand I've Mm. never supported the brand but like my my support's
1: gonna do nothing. <laughs> yeah, but there'll be like good amount of people that feel the same as you that would have supported previously and then don't anymore. But you're right; like it's a, it's not even gonna make a dent in like their revenue, and that's probably why they feel so entitled to not change. Be so bold about yeah how mm. they feel about certain things because there's not really any repercussions for doing that. No even though I'm sure it's legally you're not you know what's weird is that in the world of like influencing and stuff you're just not protected in, a, in these ways that you are in like corporate sense like if you were blatantly discriminated against in the corporate world like there are punishments for that but like the same basic treatment that you would receive as an influencer or a creator it's just swept under the rug and nobody bats an eye or like there's no repercussion for it so I feel like that's probably what needs to change. There just needs to be more protection for people that actually have careers. Where is that coming from, though? Like, where is it going to come I from? I think eventually it will happen because slowly there are laws being made to protect people because it's now actually being recognised as a job. So it will come. It's just going to take a really, really long time. And by that point, it'll just be a whole new wave of people that will benefit from it. Yeah. But it is annoying because it just almost feel you feel like you're back in the dark ages of people like having those views so openly and not being like they're not made to be accountable for that because it also encourages that kind of thinking and behavior the more people that outwardly do that and say that so publicly and then there is no backlash and then the people that also think that way feel more bold to, to have that way of thinking too yeah like enables Mm. more of it to happen yeah yeah I think so too but I guess what is our advice for like girls like younger versions of us because I feel like it's a very big like confidence is a huge thing something I get asked about a lot and I do I don't feel like I've mastered confidence but I've definitely come a long way from being really just uncomfortable in my own skin but it's a journey, I think. I don't know if there is an end destination because like I said before, that I feel like even the people that you look up to as being the most beautiful, they have insecurities too.
0: Yeah, they do. And like I think the that like that phrase like comparison is a thief of joy is really annoyingly like what my advice is because I think it's just for me, the more you rely on anything else but yourself to confirm that you are beautiful and you are everything that you want to be and you like what you see in the mirror that has to come from you yeah you can't really be told it you can't be told it. you can't look like it is very nice to get it from representation it's very nice to get it from your friends and it's very nice to get it from like anything else outward or like from the outside world but I think ultimately you have to be okay with the things that make you a little bit different Mm. and also I don't even like the word different because it implies that like
1: it's wrong (laughs) yeah it implies that it's wrong or it's like but it's different from the standard because there's always going to be a standard so I guess it is and the standard itself is
0: freaking changing as
1: well yeah that's so true so you can't keep up with it so you don't like don't try (laughs) you can't keep like changing yeah your own appearance yeah but I think what's definitely helped me, it, it's a bit weird actually, because in some way being online has made me a bit more insecure, but then also being online and seeing other women that are so like embracing their non tra like the features that are not celebrated has like made me realize that like that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to, you don't always have to celebrate one type of beauty and like, just I guess when people model the behavior of being confident in front of you you kind of get a bit more confidence to do that for yourself yeah And I feel like I that's a, a little part of how I have gained a bit more confidence in my own skin it's just by seeing that modeled by other people because it just makes you feel more empowered to do that yourself yeah. I think
0: yeah like seeing someone else confident in being themselves definitely just like makes wow me goals yeah. yeah
1: like I do it with you I want to be that
0: <laughs> really what do you mean because you're you're like super well you
1: have a confident like you project very confidently yeah and I'm a very fake it till you make kind of person yeah I will just put it on and one day I will just be that
0: (laughs) yeah exactly well yeah that's exactly the road I would like to follow as well but like (laughs) so when I see you being so like confident about the way you look and like your features and then appreciating just like you for you it makes me want to do the same for myself.
1: Mm, but, but I think that reflects a lot on that's why the whole representation thing. I feel like I would be so scared to actually change something about myself and have another girl think that oh she's done it so I'm don't I must be there must be something wrong with me too, you know? Oh that's very elder sister of you. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> there's a strong element of that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same as well because like have have you heard of there's this thing
0: as well um there's this thing about you know like the plastic surgery trend not plastic surgery sorry like fillers and botox and stuff like that Mm. um there was some discourse on tiktok around the more people doing that because the effect of doing it is the same on everybody's face people are starting to look the same like at certain ages and, like, I, I can tell what they're talking about. I don't know if you can tell what they're talking about. If you think about, like, celebrities who've maybe had their lips on and cheeks on and Botox and mm-hmm. stuff, they look... Like, you have a similar look when you've do- had a brow lift. Like, if me and you got a brow lift right now, we'd have a similar But isn't look. the idea to look the same? Like, that's no. they that, do. No, I, well, I thought the idea was to, like, get rid of your wrinkles and, like, make yourself look more youthful But doesn't it
1: create, like, this certain... Like facial structure, almost by doing stuff. Like oh that. yeah, because
0: you're emulating the Western the beauty standard. I but think that's you yeah, like do it. That's the whole thing. that We're like everyone's starting to look the yeah, same. Yeah, everyone starting to look the same. And when that, when I kind of started to look into that discourse, I was like, I don't actually want to look the same because I was also getting influenced. Not influenced to actually go and physically do it, but I was starting to think about, oh my god, when do I need to start getting Botox and when is preventative instead I of went, curing?
1: Uh, I went down a little rabbit hole around Botox because I saw like twenty five year olds getting preventative Botox, and I was like,
0: "Did I be doing that too? Yeah, have I missed the boat? Like, I was actually yeah. worrying about all that stuff, and I was picking my face apart, and like, again, rabbit hole. But it was watching that video and realizing if I did it, I would start. I would, I would start a journey of. I feel like you teach like your body else. to,
1: but also. I almost feel like you teach your body to not do its thing. You know what I mean? Because you're, like, forcing chemicals or whatever it is into your Like, you're distorting your natural process of your body just... Because you don't necessarily get old and, like, become this wrinkled mess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not really the reality either yeah there's a way to almost, gracefully age yeah but you're almost preventing something you don't even know is gonna like really affect you that badly yeah it's
0: like when we we're talking about the feng shui of the earth yeah it's probably like a feng shui of the body that's what I was trying to get at it's yeah. like yeah
1: you're just like preventing natural occurrences from yeah but not only that it's that your body could have just fought that itself or like done its own thing and not been so drastic that you would even feel like you need it when you're older but yeah. you've almost like got in there first before you've given it a chance to do its thing yeah and, like, be okay <laughs>
0: yeah yeah you've not given yourself
1: a chance to actually be okay with it as well yeah yeah so yeah I never but also I think what puts me off the most is the needles and the actual pain and oh I my just, god I've seen the needles I can't justify like putting myself through pain like that on purpose like volunteering for that you know like when you get shots or like vaccinations it's like that's a need and that's already traumatizing but to actually go ahead and just because you want to change a bit of your body like my body is the way it is and I'm just gonna have to find a way to deal with it yeah that's what I mean like now (laughs) and now I've decided I'm gonna have to find a way to deal with it yeah just like because I ain't going through that
0: I'll just do some heavy like gua sha sunscreen every day at least that's not painful well it's supposed to be quick it's supposed to be painful. Gua sha is meant to be
1: painful? Well, I was reading about it. Like, if you do it properly, it leaves, like, red marks and stuff. But does that necessarily mean pain? I think that's just, like, your skin can be sensitive and, like, make a mark, but not necessarily, like, hurt you. I don't yeah. think it's meant to hurt. I was okay, well, maybe not. <laughs> I thought it was meant to be, like, a more of a relaxing thing and, like, a painful sculpting of the face. Yeah, well, maybe it's meant to
0: be, like, a mixture or something.
1: Like, mm. I thought
0: it was just like pushing all the lymph and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. I don't know. Maybe I'll do some more research. Yeah. But I'm going to do don't it. Don't be
1: attacking your own face. <laughs> it's me in the shower this yeah. morning, honestly. It's a puff. <laughs> it's okay to go through phases of that discomfort and that you're growing and you're understanding your body and things are changing naturally as you get older. Yeah. But just because you don't look like that person on the magazine or like on the social media post doesn't take away from you.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. And I'm I'm probably pretty sure that everyone listening to this is really beautiful. 100%. Like, just Do
1: you know what I it. love? Like, with one of the quotes that actually really helped put in, put it in perspective is it was something along the lines of, you look at a flower and you think that's beautiful. You look at a sunset and you think that's beautiful, but they look completely different. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. And it's like, but does that make mean the sunset's any less beautiful because it doesn't look like a flower or the other way around and it's like wow that's so true that there's so much beauty in the world just ignore the humans for a minute like there's so much beauty but none of it looks the same yeah like plants don't look the same as like a beautiful sunset that you'd be in awe of or the stars in the sky but none of them you don't compare them and I feel like people should be the same even though we're all human and the same formation in a way is still the same that is
0: such so a cute, lovely it? amazing sentiment i love that yeah that's a, that's a very nice way to kind of think mic drop
1: it. yeah advice <laughs> and goodbye <laughs> <laughs>
0: well not physically <laughs> yeah.
1: oh yeah that's not pod that drop
0: right. <laughs> oh that was that was really nice that's such a perfect way to summarize what we we're
1: talking about yeah well, yeah, hopefully that's a little bit of food for thought. And I think that's a really good quote to, like, keep in mind when you're comparing yourself. Or yeah. You yeah. just focus on your appearance a bit more than you'd like to be.
0: Yeah. Write it down and read it every time you feel insecure. I think that would be quite nice. But, yeah, I think that would bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. And please leave us a review. We would hugely appreciate it um and also tell us your stories your beauty stories what are your opinions on the the tart drama i know it was a while ago but let us know (laughs) (laughs) um and we will speak to you next week Bye. Bye. bye